Hi there, you're listening to Takeout Therapy. I'm your host, Rebecca Hunter. I'm a private practice therapist and anxiety specialist who does things differently. In the next 20 minutes, I'm going to teach you how to deal with an everyday, bothersome part of your life. So this is totally unscripted and not edited at all. Just my straight up advice from years of experience as a therapist. It's not therapy though. It's self-help with a twist. So let's get to work. Hello, 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 my friend. Thank you so much for spending some time with me today as we continue to do our personal growth work. Today, I want to have a compelling conversation with you about social media. This is the second episode that I've done on social media. And the reason is, is because I think it's really important. Um, There's plenty of research about the impact of social media on mental health. And because in the past year, it's been a personal struggle of mine. (laughs) So, because it's my podcast, we talk about my problems. Now, I hear a lot of people in the therapy office really really struggling with social media. And I mean, when I talk about social media, I mean, actually all the social media. If you're one of those people, it's like, oh, I don't use social media, but like, then you're on Reddit and watching YouTube videos and looking at TikTok videos before you go to bed. I see you friend. And that is social media. So I'm just being confrontational and saying, we're going to talk about it all today. I want to use a little bit of introspection to teach you kind of how to find intention and stay with it in your life. And we're just using social media as our toy (laughs) today, as our example, because it's real and it's impactful and, um, and not in a positive way. So I'm going to get into it and we're going to have a compelling inquiry about social media. I'm going to give you some of my opinions. I'm going to give you my experience from years in the therapy chair Um, a little bit of research, and we're going to talk about where you're at and how to assess for that, of course. And then at the end, as always, I will give you some action steps, my friend, to take if you want to. So thank you so much for being here with me today. I just want to say before I get too further in, it's episode 101. Isn't that awesome? I have recorded 101 tiny little sessions for you to be your best self. So scroll on down, my friend, and keep finding helpful things that you want to learn about. And if you think of anything that's not in there that you want to hear about, just hit me up. I've got an email. Come on, come on along. Let's interact. I'm trying to create a community project here. So Today, um, let's dig into social media and um, trigger warning. I might get triggered (laughs) and you might too, because when we start to like really dig into things, sometimes we get kind of hacked off and I'll just say like, that's not a bad thing to get upset about things is actually how we then take action. So just be open-minded as we talk about this sneaky little thing called social media. You know, I just want to say right from the get-go that social media is a business, right? And I know I don't need to explain this to you, but I'm just going to say that social media is a business and the way they make money is by you behaving. Okay. The way they make money is that you take an action and that's how they take money. Okay. And maybe it's not your money and that's okay. 
but social media exists to help people um, click. Okay. That's, that's how their businesses work. And there's all kinds of things set up behind the scenes to help that happen. Right. Remember how it used to be you used to see like all your old friends from high school or have babies or they're getting puppies or having a latte or whatever. And you saw all of it. And now it's kind of like, well, where are my buddies from high school? And where are all those um, lattes? Right. And that's what they mean when they say algorithms. Because basically in 2009, they started the, the like thing. I'm specifically talking about Facebook. And what they figured out is that that was a great way to record some data and to, to increase their business, which means increased clicks. And so ever since then, they've been doing a great job clickety clicking us all in. And this is true on all the platforms, your TikTok, your um, Twitter, your Reddit, right? My husband always says, well, I don't use social media. I'm like, dude, you're on Reddit right now. Okay. And that's social media. <laughs> but anyways, all social media is social media. Okay. So what we're seeing in the mental health field is that it's a little bit sad because I, I guess I'll, I'll go like from my office and then what we kind of are starting to know. Um, in my office, I see that people have a lot of anxiety and depression, and those people talk about a struggle in their relationship with their technology, specific with scrolling. Um, it's used for all kinds of wonderful things like avoidance and um, <laughs> comparison and feeling like crap about yourself. Um, yeah, I mean, there's no better way to feel left out than to come across, you know, people at a party having fun together when you're home alone, wondering why none of your friends have contacted you all week. So I'll just tell you, like from the therapy office, I see people really, really struggling, especially young people. But I just don't want you to think it's just about the young people, friend, because it's not. It's about the young and the old and the middle aged people all the people are really struggling with this little machine and we don't know how much time to spend on it. And if we don't have any social media, there's literally hardly anything to do on it. So except for, are you still playing candy crush? Come on. That game is so dead anyways. So we have to think about these, these sort of in therapy office impacts. And then I'll just say like, there's plenty of research to suggest, and now we're coming out with more and more research to just flat out say that social media makes people feel anxious and lonely. They have FOMO, and those things make them feel bad about themselves. And feeling bad about ourselves leads us to like chronic mental health issues like depression and anxiety and just feeling like crap, friend. So we already know that too much use and the younger you are, the worse it is um, of, of some of these platforms. It's, it's just not good for us. Okay. And so I, I think that's enough of a case study of why um, we're going to have this conversation. So what I'll say is that, well, first of all, what I'll say is I think I'm going to do a little class on social media and like for people that really want to get off social media, but they kind of need like just a little bit more support and a structure to it. 
I can totally put something together for that. So again, just like reach out to me. I'm my email is info at rebeccahuntermsw.com. Or if you're on my email list, just reply to me, friend, and tell me what it is you need. But I think a little class on just kind of how the heck to take a break and a, like a pause and reassess social media use would be super helpful. So you tell me if you agree with that. But what we want to do here is we're going to talk about what what's your intention in using whatever. We can use Snapchat. We can use any platform, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, man, should I go on? Um, what's your intention? Like, what do you want to get out of it? Or like, what's helpful? What's good for you there? So what I'll say is what many people say, because I ask this question all the time when people are struggling with this, is like, what do you want to get out of it? What's helpful there? And and what people generally say and what I've said for myself is like, I want to keep in touch with people that I don't get to see in my life that I care about. Okay. So there's like this piece about connection. I want to know where my friends are, <laughs> right? If you're younger, you're keeping track of where people are and what they're doing so that you can kind of like know what's happening, right? Like you can know who's gathering where and when. So if you want to go, you can, like, that's a thing. Um, I want to keep in touch with my groups, right? Groups are such an awesome thing. Or I want to get information about these certain topics. I love, um, you know, Reddit boards um, and anxiety or whatever, right? All kinds of support groups and things like that. So like there's beautiful things there. You know, if we were to sort of narrow down our own value around social media use, we might be able to come up with a couple of things. For me, my intention, if I go to social media, is it has to be, and I, I hate to sound so um, cheesy, but it has to be an expansive experience. And <laughs> what I mean by that is like, I'm tired of things making me feel anxious and pissed off and lonely and confused and frustrated. It has to be a heart opening, expansive experience. That is the only like intention that I really have when I go to a place like YouTube, or if I'm looking on Facebook, why well, it looked at Facebook this morning, it was not expansive. And I can, and I'll, I would be happy to get into why if I had more time, maybe I'll do, <laughs> maybe I'll do that in my little class. But anyways, so that for me is really important. And then connection. Um, I have some amazing friends. Um, I have a couple friends from high school that I keep in really good touch with and damn it, they're on the Facebook. Right. And so it's like, it's really fun. I have a friend that runs marathons for Dana Farber and she has been running marathons for 23 years. So every year this gal raises tens of thousands of dollars for the Dana Farber Institute in cancer research. And that is like, she's my number one reason for being on Facebook. So shout out to my high school buddy there. Um, but like, so when you're assessing and, and I'm sort of modeling for you, it's like, what's your intention? Why are you going there? Why are you doing that? What's there for you? I would come up with three that serve as a good compass, right? And then you want to look at the hard part. You want to look at what's your impulse? <laughs> what is like 
automatic action. And this is something we talk about in the therapy office all the time, automatic action. Like what do we do? That's something that is just what we do. We don't know why we do it. Sometimes like, you know, we're standing in front of our pantry with our cell phone in one hand and our iPad under an arm and our Kindle in a stack and, you know, with candy and chips. And we're like, what, what, what's happening to me right now? (laughs) Right? So this, I don't know who I'm talking about. It's of course not myself. Um, hot tamales, a lot of hot tamales have been eaten lately. Anyways, impulse, right? So we sometimes lose track of our behavior and we want to assess like what, what's automatically happening. Okay. And so we want to get some data here and there's plenty of apps to monitor use of other apps. There's apps for apps, Um, so in terms of like, if we were to look at our own social media use, and I did this at the time is like, you need to monitor your use of your apps. There's a thing on your phone that you can magically push a button and it will do that for you. My friend, use your tools to your advantage and then see where does your impulsive action. And so maybe you notice like, Ooh, super interesting. Like I totally avoid doing stuff. And the way that I do it is that I get on my phone and scroll social media for a really long time. And then I don't have time to do what it was I was going to do. And I have to go do something else that I don't want to do. Right. (laughs) So like, okay, is your impulsive action following your intention or no? So where's the gap, right? And I'll just say like the gap is in your awareness. And I want to remind you that in this podcast, in this self-help structure, we care about awareness. What is awareness, my friend? Well, it's showing up in your life and knowing what the hell's happening or just being willing to see it which is really hard skilled. It took me a very long time. So be patient and gentle with yourself. But in order for you to live an intentional life and to like use social media intentionally, maybe it is to connect or maybe it is for a group or maybe you just like videos about cats or whatever, right? Maybe you're training your dog. Who knows? When your intention meets up with your impulsive moments, just having awareness right there will change the course of things. And then you can decide what to do about it. Does that make sense? So when you use social media and then you're like, well, let me create some awareness here. You can just take a deep breath and you can ask yourself the questions of like, how is this serving me right now? Like, Hey, how am I feeling in my body? It's really interesting because when I was nearing the end of my, um, participation in Facebook and Instagram, which is the only real social media that I've ever really done. I noticed that there was like this giant, um, hardening and quickening in the top of my body. Like my throat would get kind of tight when I was on, um, the platforms or like posting or responding to posts or just even really scrolling that there was like this quickening that was happening. This, um, churn of sorts. And I would like get off and then just like take a deep breath and be like, wow, okay. I didn't feel like that before. Right. So we just need to be aware of what's happening. Awareness, my friend, 
will always be the pathway to living an intentional life. So take a breath, ask a couple of nice questions, and then just decide on the change that you want to make. You can do this moment by moment, or you can do it kind of overall to say like, yeah, I'm totally going to figure out what my intention is on all these apps and then figure out where I'm impulsive and create some awareness there so I can get some change going. So that would be my suggestion in terms of how to deal with social media if you're somebody that's struggling with it, but also if you're somebody that's not, will you do me a favor? In honor of supporting yourself and being willing to assess yourself often, Will you just take a look at what platforms are you using? How much time are you spending there? And is that how you want to be spending your time? So commit to yourself about what your intentions are, and then start playing around with controlling your impulses. And don't forget that if it's really hard It's supposed to be because remember that one part about social media being a business. So it's not easy. There are ways to do it that make it easier to just like take a break and assess and like start over. Um, But you really need to um, dig into it, do a little research, understand the brain, or take my amazing little class that I'm going to throw together here pretty quick. Um, if you want to get on the list for that, just subscribe to my mailing list because whenever I feel like it, I email my mailing list and that's fun. Um, I tell you kind of what podcasts are coming out or what I've been working on lately. Um, so it's a good way to kind of just figure out, uh, what I'm up to and maybe find a resource that you need. So hopefully that is helpful. You know, your reviews And your likes and your follows really help this podcast get out to more people. So that's just how this game goes of podcasting, right? This is a project that I would love for you and I to partner up together and push out to as many people as we can. So share this episode with a buddy who might always be looking at their phone, (laughs) okay? And then again, if you don't already know, I've spent years specializing in helping people with anxiety. So if you have experienced troubling anxiety, and yeah, a lot of people are right now, I have a little online class that's going to school you in the art of ditching anxiety. Get it out of the driver's seat, okay? So whether like maybe you're taking medication or you're doing some therapy or maybe you're more into self-help, this class is going to put you into recovery mode. A side effect of the class is having a better relationship with yourself and learning in depth how to be aware of when you're not living intentionally, but we're living in automation. And that sometimes is the case with anxiety. So we want to gain those skills and, um, and, and, and work towards having a good relationship with ourselves so we can not have such an intense, anxious response to the world at large. So if you want to find out more, head to my site, join my class, and thank you so much for 101 fabulous moments teaching you what you need to know in order to have healthy mental health 
um, good emotional balance. So we'll keep going and um, see each other soon.